communication exists so that information can pass from one individual or system to another. That being the case, if you are good at communication in general, you are far more likely to become an excellent communicator within your specific task or realm of work or purpose. So what is communication? Well, there's a lot of different definitions for why we communicate and what purpose it serves, but truth be told, the best communication happens when information is able to pass. And what I mean by able is not all information that is spoken is necessarily understood by the person you're speaking to. And if it is information that that person needs to understand in order to make a decision or, you know, move forward in their path, whatever that may be, and they're not able to hear you, well, then everything you have to say is meaningless. It's just noise. So what do we have to do so that when we're speaking to another person, it's more than noise to them, that it speaks to them, that they take pause because of something you said really hit them. The only way to do this is to forget about everything on your agenda, all the things you want to accomplish by talking to this person, all the money you want to make, all the fights you're not, you want to not have by making up with this person even. You have to forget all that if you want to be great at communication. The reason that is so is because so long as there is something on your mind, you are not fully capable of listening to what is on somebody else's mind. The noise inside your head, though it might be silent to the ears, it's going on and you know it even when you don't know it, like subconsciously, you're really not listening. It's amazing how much that's true. I like to test it by going to a public place and really shutting off my inner monologue. That means not judging. That means not really having an opinion. It means listening. And then when I hear certain things, I put those things into a box and then I try and come up with What's the larger picture here? That's communication. It starts so much sooner than when you open your mouth to say something back. What makes communication communication is this ping pong. It's this transference of information in a palatable way to another person for them to want to say, yeah, that's good, I'll, I'll try that. How about you, this interchange between two people. That's where communication exists, but this isn't what the main act of being a good communicator is comprised of. It's the work before you open your mouth. Everybody knows the breakdown that when it comes down to it, words are only 7% of communication. And that has always made perfectly good sense to 
to me and the people that I, I have studied in order to gain my level of understanding. No kidding. You're not going to say something that magically is exactly what somebody else needed to hear. You're not going to be able to do that. You have to have some context. I talk about context so much because of this. Context is important. Everything you're assuming about someone is just that. It's an assumption unless you have context to put together with these other bits of data that are coming into you. You have to build a story around things that are going on. And if you can speak to somebody's world as it is going on, right now as it's going on, while they're going through it, and you get them in the moment, in the now, and you can speak to the now, then communication really has a chance. Because now you've got them in the right state of mind, which happens to be only the state that we all wish everybody else was in is the same state of mind as we are. But that doesn't happen. Everybody is doing this life in their own way, on their own path, at their own speed. And so, no, you can't just interrupt someone in their day-to-day without any context or respect to what, you know, they've been going through, even though you have no idea what they're going through. If you make the attempt to understand someone, you get so many more points than you would think. Like just understanding someone. The amount of praise you will get for just listening to someone compared to not is is just mind-boggling. And there isn't that much more improvement when you listen and then contribute in the conversation. People don't experience like those spikes of comfort as they do when someone goes from not listening to just listening. You don't even have to respond sometimes. That's what I'm saying. The act of translates to the sacrifice of one's time to totally focus on someone else. This is something that by nature is physiologically not a good idea. We were built to be on the tip of our toes and keep our awareness heightened and our perception always trying to build a story that could potentially harm us so that we can then go about protecting ourselves from harm. But as we evolved from the jungles and places where all we had time to do was think about our, our basic needs, once we evolved from that, our habits may have changed, our behaviors may have adapted around those habits, around society, in indoor plumbing, but our nature is very much the same. And so if you do the very opposite of what we are wired to do, other people 
are almost awe-inspired by that. How selfless. But it's not. Not ultimately. It's the act of being selfless, truly feeling selfless, throughout the process of getting to know where someone is as far as their state of mind is, so that you gain access to their understanding what you have to say because you have met them where they are. Now that that's, now that the table's been cleared with that, now that you understand my struggle, my pain, my situation, my life, now I'll listen to you. It sounds completely pretentious, but it's what each of us do inside of our own nature. The truth is, we don't really understand consciousness. What it is to be conscious. And we also walk around and we try and not think about the fact that space, outer space is there. We shut off the things that don't appear to impact our here and now in order to leave sensory awareness available to the things around us that could potentially harm us, even though we are very much living in a civilized society where we don't have to worry as much about the basic needs and we're free, free to think more introspectively about each other, yet we don't naturally do it. It's not in our nature. So if you are just willing to consider a different form of thinking about communication, a theory about communication that can totally blow away any recorded anything on what is effective for communicating, because you are in such the vast minority of people that will be able to do this that you can literally get whatever you want. It's important to note that as you practice this technique, I call it gameology, and as you practice it, you will notice that you are going to come near the point of noticing that your assumptions tend to be correct. And so rule number one is you may never assume your assumptions are correct. You must always follow what the rules say about assumptions and not become your own worst enemy. And number two, you must be very careful not to use this particular skill set for bad. Because when you have something in you that is stronger than someone else, you must not overpower the other person into agreement, your submission. There's no winning in that, for sure. 
you might win monetarily and if you're about that then you are what you are but for those of you that are going in to this phase of your life this this new chapter and you're wanting to do things in a way that you feel you can sleep at night and feel good then you just can't use this skill set for anything bad because you will see that it can cause quite a lot of damage if it's used for ill will as opposed to goodwill. Um, amazing things can happen out of this and thereby because of that it leaves open the opportunity for an equally as bad outcome if your intentions are bad. If your intentions are good you won't have any problem. Just heed the warning of the skill set is powerful enough that you could really be destructive with it and that is not the aim at all. The aim is to look at everything like a game and to look at it like a game because it is necessary to tune out your initial pers personal judgmental human reactions. It is necessary to learn to tune that out in order to do this perfectly. Anytime you let your own personal feelings or self-esteem influence this uh, method for communication, it will cloud your judgment. It will put you back into um, self-absorbed zone, which is the way we're made. So it's very easy to lapse back into that. But you, the hardest part of this is to train your mind not to go into that mode for long enough for you to accomplish what is necessary to accomplish, that which everyone can benefit from. See, the reason you can't weigh in on any of the things that someone else is saying and the reason you shouldn't be relating to those things is because it will naturally bias you. And you can't fully listen to someone else's bias and life story if you're thinking with your own. Things get mixed up really quick and pretty soon you don't know if it's something they said or a memory that you had. So it's very important for you not to think about it. Not to think about yourself. So how do you do that? You have to think about it as something. You have to think about what is going on as something. You can't just think of it as charity and something where you zone in and you only focus on someone else. No, you have to call it something in order to study it. You're not going to pray for goodness and strength to be able to what is most important is that you think of this as a game. Gameology. 